Welcome to the St. Edward's Podcast, a church filled with the Holy Spirit. We hope that today's words will draw you closer to Christ Jesus. One of the many important themes that threads throughout the scriptures can be described in the word relationship. It's a major theme in the Bible. We find it early on in, in the book of Genesis at the beginning of the Bible. The relationship between humanity and God, the relationship between male and female and all of humanity. And when sin entered God's good creation through the fall of humankind, we had the relationship between God humanity severed. Likewise, the relationships between people became broken. And throughout the Bible, we read of the relationship struggles. People hurt, kill one another. Through Moses, God gave the law so that people would know how to have a good relationship with God and others. And yet, people reject God's commands. They continue to do their own thing which only brought more abuse, more inventions of evil, more wickedness. The stories are all throughout the Old Testament. David, Solomon, nation versus nation. You find it in the prophets. You find it throughout. But then in the proper time, God sent his only begotten son into the world to save people, to restore the relationship that had been broken. You see, the story of the Bible is really a story of relationship restored. And of course, the Son of God's name is Jesus. And we find him in our gospel reading today, teaching and declaring the words of God in the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus was declaring himself to be God, giving a new commandment. He quotes the Old Testament, the Torah, the law given by Moses. Jesus said, You have heard that it was said to those of ancient times, you shall not murder, and whoever murders shall be liable to judgment. He's quoting Moses. He quotes the law. But then he says, But I say to you that if you are angry with a brother or sister, you will be liable to judgment. And if you say you fool, you will be liable to the hell of fire. Jesus is declaring that he was greater than Moses. And he gives new rules to the law. All throughout the history of Israel, no one could live up to the fullness of the law. Jesus, God incarnate, comes and makes it even harder. It's not just murder, it's mistreating one another. It's not just adultery, it's having lust in your heart. What was impossible and no one lived up to became even more impossible. Which is the point. If the summary of the law is to love God with all of your heart, soul, strength, and mind, and to love your neighbor as yourself, we fail miserably over and over and over. And we cannot live up to the law, the law of Moses or the law of Jesus. But there is one person who has lived up to the requirement of the law, and that person is Jesus Christ, the Son of God, God in the flesh. He obeyed every bit of the law. And yet suffered the punishment of the law. He died on our behalf because we can't earn our salvation by good works, by following the law. So he did the work. Over a life of ministry, he suffered and died on the cross. And he finished the work 
with the result being the resurrection from the dead. Jesus said, anyone who believes in me shall not perish but have eternal life. He did not say anyone who follows every part of the law. He does not say anyone can earn enough credits to get on board. He said, anyone who believes in me shall not perish but have eternal life. And when we believe, which births a desire to change, we call that repentance, the Holy Spirit comes and makes dwelling in our life, and we become indwelled with the Holy Spirit, which is the guarantee of our salvation. And the more we yield to the Holy Spirit in our life, the more we become like Christ. We call this sanctification, being made holy. Christians aren't perfect, and we know that. But we yield to the Spirit, the giver of fruit. Love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And in this new life, this new creation in the Spirit, we become reconciled to God and reconcilers among people in this world. You see, if the mission of the Bible is to restore relationships that sin has destroyed, our mission in this world as ambassadors of Jesus Christ is to participate in the mission of restoring relationships. So, when we hear the words of our Lord today in Matthew chapter 5, we are reminded that most of our life, our joys, our pains, our struggles, and our pleasures so often revolve around relationships in this world. Relationships with each other are so important. Just think about our, our worship on a Sunday morning. Our liturgy has us confess our sins against one another. Our liturgy has us share peace with each other. Our liturgy has us united going into the world to share the good news of Jesus. In the Lord's Prayer, we pray that we will be reconciled with each other through forgiving one another. In our baptismal covenant, we are asked this question, will you seek and serve Christ in all persons, loving your neighbor as yourself? And the response is, I will with God's help. We are asked again, will you strive for justice and peace among all people and respect the dignity of every human being? And the response is, I will with God's help. You see, our worship and life revolve around our relationships with people. In fact, Outside of natural disasters, most, if not all, the greatest difficulties in our world can be boiled down because people are not getting along. The Ukraine and Russia conflict, the economic difficulties, the political unrest, boils down because of relationships. Relationships of all types matter to God and humankind. Relationships are hard work. Author Pamela Reeves wrote, Involvement with people is always a very delicate thing. It requires real maturity to become involved and not get all messed up. Most of our heartache has to do with other people. What they did and what they did not do. That we focus on we become so focused on it that it can consume us. 
forgetting that our mission in this world is to be people of reconciliation. We become so focused on the bristles of others. There's a story about two porcupines in northern Canada huddled together to get warm, according to a forest folk tale. But their quills pricked each other, so they moved apart. Before long, they were shivering, and so they came close again. And soon, both were getting jabbed again. Same story, same ending. They needed each other, but they kept needling each other. This is our case. So often, we focus on the needles of the other person, and not on the purpose and the reason that God has Thank you for joining us in this conversation today. We will continue to pray that our teachings are impacting you for the kingdom of God. If you'd like to learn more about our community, you can find us on stedwardsepiscopal.com or on Facebook. And of course, we'd love for you to visit us in beautiful Mount Dora. May God's grace fill you as you go in peace.